All right, guys, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, sex, work, dating, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. Here it is. We could be reading yours live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. You never know. It could be yours. Mm-hmm. You never know. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, turning a hood dude into a husband. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 30-year-old engaged female, and my fiancé is 34 years old. I work as a school administrator, and he is a mechanic. We met when he fixed my flat tire and then offered to detail my car for free. He is a tall, thin man with pearly white teeth and a nice fro. I could tell he was a hood dude the minute I saw him, and that's what attracted me to him. He played basketball at a community center, and he invited me to a game. He was bawling on the court, and I was very turned on by him. We made love later on that day, and we've been inseparable since then. He was rough in bed and cursed a lot initially during sex, but he is more romantic now. After we dated for almost two years, he got a little diamond ring, and he proposed. Then... Uh, That's when everything got tricky because I never admitted to my friends and family that he is my man. They thought he was just my maintenance man and just for sex until I found Mr. Right. They know I like edgy guys, but uh, not this edgy. He curses a whole lot. He uses slang and he calls everybody the N-word. He is very well known in the neighborhood he grew up in and he's still living in the house he grew up in. I would never try to change him, but I did ask him about getting a GED so he could advance in his career. He said he's going to take over the shop when the owner retires, and he doesn't need a GED for that. He is content where he is in life, so I try not to push him. I plan to take him on trips to other countries so he can see there's more to life than his hood and the auto shop. Some days I love him unconditionally. And on the other days, I feel embarrassed by him. Can I turn this hood dude into a good husband, or am I wasting my time? Please advise. See right there, for you to even have to ask that question, there's a problem. And you know the number one rule, ladies. We cannot change them. We can only change ourselves. Uh, if, If there's to be a change in him... He'll have to want to do that change. He'll have to want to do it for you or just want to do it on his own. And second, if this is who you love and want to be with, you're grown and you don't have have to explain him to your friends and family who think he's a maintenance man and not your man. Um, But some days you say you love him unconditionally and other days you're embarrassed by him. Well, that's a problem. That's not good, okay? You're supposed to be happy with him, you know, and, and proud to be with him, all of that. Uh, you've accepted him for who he is right now. But marriage, marriage is a whole different situation because you're going to grow in marriage, you know. And in life, of course, you know, there's going to be change. You don't want to grow apart. You don't want to drift apart because of these differences. Uh, you're a school administrator. He's a mechanic who can but won't get his GED, who could make a big difference in his life. He could, it could go take him further in life. I'm assuming you may, you may use a little profanity at times, but nothing like him, who you say curses a lot. And you mentioned that a couple of times in the letter, so that, you know, that kind of bothers you. He calls everyone the N-word, everyone. 
Uh, the N-word. Come on. These are problems. You said he still lives in the house that he grew up in. Now, does that mean he lives with his mom? Because you did not put that in the letter. But in the house he grew up in, he grew up with his parents. So, uh, you guys already have problems. And I guarantee you, marriage will complicate this situation even further. I don't think you two are ready for marriage because you're too unequally yoked right now. It has nothing to do with him being edgy or from the hood, it's just that he doesn't want to better himself. And you want much more. You said it in your letter. That's going to frustrate you, irritate you, and your word embarrass you. So right now, I say continue dating and don't jump the broom. Steve? See, this letter, it, it, it just reminds me of me. Uh-huh. I just, I, 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 ain't really, I ain't really bothered by this. You know, this 30-year-old engaged female and fiancé is 34. You work as a school administrator, he a mechanic. We met, he fixed your flat tire. Then what the man did was offer to detail it free. Right there. Homeboy working. Then he detailed your car free. Tall, thin, pearly white teeth, nice afro. Now, you said at the time you could tell he was a hood dude, but that's what attracted you to him. Okay, so what? That His attraction was he a hood dude with your little quote-unquote school administrator self. So now, let the fun begin. He do what a hood dude do. He played basketball down at the center, invited you to come see the game. If I can't do nothing, I can ball. Mm. (laughs) I'm going to let her come down here. And then you said on that day he was balling. He he came and he flexed, shot his best shot. Now, here was crazy. Right after y'all started balling, Y'all made love that day. All it took was a, was a couple jumpers. Yeah, she was turned on. All he did, <laughs> he a couple layouts. <laughs> Score some baskets. You passing it out. <laughs> he passing the ball. You say, my turn. <laughs> All right, hold on, Steve. Hold that thought. My okay. turn. <laughs> I can pass, too. We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Strawberry letter subject today, turning a hood dude into a husband. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. The subject, turning a hood dude into a husband. A little 30-year-old school administrator met this 34-year-old dude. That's a mechanic. He fixed her car down there and then detailed it for free. Uh, she liked him. She could recognize the fact she was a hood boy, but that's what attracted her. He invited her to the basketball game he played with down at the center on that weekend. She came, and homeboy was balling. I'm talking about balling, letting them in, all this here. That turned her on. So right after that, later on that day, they made love. I mean, what what you supposed to do after a good game? <laughs> you know? You in here, you know, we ain't got time to go get nothing to eat. Let's get on and get back in this sack. Come on. You was balling. You kept passing the ball. Let me pass you something. Okay. And then she says, after that, they 
were inseparable. Uh, now, he was rough in bed, and he cussed a lot initially doing sex. And, well, you know, the first one, you know, it's going to be some cussing, you know. And he, <laughs> the first he probably time. cussed a lot anyway. I'm a cusser, so I know when you, that first time that, that brings out some cussing. Because, first of all, you can't believe you're there. And it's just a, it's a form of expression, cussing is, you know, a lot of adjectives in there that can be used in various places. See, cussing is a very limited vocabulary. It's only, I don't know, maybe I think it's maybe 12 cuss words. You know, I use the top four all the time. But it's just, but these cuss words mean different things at different times. You know, you know all hell no can be applied a lot of different ways, so you just got to know it. So he doesn't have a large vocabulary, but the cussing doing sex is is a all hell no. Man, I can't believe in here. Boy, this is good. Ooh, I'm feeling something. Uh-oh, here I go. It's tingling and all this. All this produces cussing. But let's move on. Did you say But now he's, yeah, he's more romantic now. Now, y'all been dating for two years. He got a little diamond ring and he proposed. You say that's when it got tricky because I knew you had never admitted to your friends and family that he was your man. See, they thought he was your maintenance man for sex until I found Mr. Right. So that's, see, this your fault. See, this the little, this the little image you tried to portray. I'm just doing him just to be doing something, girl. But you didn't want to admit you was in love with the brother. See, in all of this letter right here, you know what I see? I see a good man. But now let's talk about this. They know you like edgy guys, but not this edgy. What you mean not this edgy? This the one that asked you to marry him. What you mean you don't like him this edgy? This the one that done proposed to you. What you mean you don't like him this edgy? This one done lasted two years. See, sister, you got to quit lying to yourself. Because this really a good dude. Now, here we go. He cusses a whole lot. He uses slang, and he call everybody the N-word. So? We do, too. So? We do. What? And? I am very familiar with this line in the letter right here. He cusses a lot. He uses slang. He call everybody the N-word. Now, I don't call everybody the N-word. He does. But if you my dude, though, mm-hmm. I'm going to just keep it real with you. Mm-hmm. But now, if you ain't my dude and you ain't black, mm-hmm. step light. Beak. But I never, use, I never use that around people that's not in my circle. Mm-hmm. So if you say it to me, please understand, the reaction will be swift and severe. <laughs> he is very well known in the neighborhood he grew up in. Oh, I'm, just, I'm telling you on the real. I mean, we, we not fitting to play. Okay. He is very well known in the neighborhood he grew up in, and he's still living in the house he grew up in. Well, that don't mean he stayed with his mama. That just means that's the house his mama and him grew up in, and he bought it. He got the house. I don't think he lived with his mama and him. Uh, I would never try to change him. But I did ask him about getting a GED so he can advance in his career. He said he's taking over the shop when the owner retired. He don't need no damn GED for that. Mm. That's his plan. Yeah. Now, he's content where he is in life, so I try not to push him. Well, see, now that's where you come in as a woman. 
women do find a way to help push and motivate. It ain't push, it's motivation. You can find a way to motivate him. Now, see, this is why I know we all the way in. I plan to take him on trips to other countries so he can see there's more to life than his hood and the auto shop. Now, listen to me. Don't do that. Don't, yeah. don't do that. Don't, don't take do him that. nowhere. Don't take his ass out the country. I'm going to tell you this right now. Y'all going to wind up. You've seen the show Locked Up Abroad. <laughs> Just don't get your ass in that situation here. Listen to me. You can't take his ass out the country. Best place you can take his ass is Vegas. That's funny. He can go to Venice out there. He can go to Italy out there. And mm-hmm. he can go to New York. You can go right on the strip and visit two places. You can go to New York. You can go Vegas. to Paris. Oh, and Vegas. you can go to Venice. You can Vegas. go to, don't take his ass out the country. Y'all <laughs> ass is going to be on Locked Up Abroad. And those right, are go, my see. remarks today. <laughs> Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand coming up at 46 minutes after the hour. Our girl, Cheryl Underwood, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 